It's our birthday, and if sports has taught us nothing, it is that there is never a dull moment in the world of sports. Thanks for joining us. This is Sports Curious, presented by Last Night's Game. I'm your host, Amy butchon Siegfried, and this week we are celebrating our birthday. Happy birthday to Last Night's Game, which we have a treat to celebrate with you. I am joined today by my favorite co-host and co-founder, uh, Scott. Hi, Scott. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. Happy we another year. Another year we look no older, which is beautiful. Good lighting. Thanks for wearing your swag today, by the way. Of course. Of course. Do do epic. You know what? So today we're going to talk about some of our favorite daily conversation starters. Um, for those of you who don't follow us on Instagram, every Monday through Friday, we post our favorite daily conversation starter. It gives you something to start your day off. Usually we try to look for something interesting, something funny that you can use in the office or on that Zoom call or uh, maybe a, on a first date or at your dinner table. So we pulled some of our favorites um, that will make you laugh because they made us laugh. Um, but there's just great things to, to think about and remember that that's what happened over the past year. And, you know, we don't need to highlight the big moments of the, of the, uh, of the year, but um, of our seventh, is this our seventh birthday? It's our seventh birthday, sixth birthday, sixth birthday, seventh birthday. Um, so we will uh, dive right into those. So my one of my favorite things from this last year is the literal crowdfunding. Um, the Bills Mafia is known for donating money to players, charities. Um, so that kind of the last one we saw was the Raiders kicker um, who fans from Pittsburgh donated to him. So maybe you could dive into that one for us, Scott. All right. My pleasure. So last week of the season, the Chargers and the Raiders were playing. If they would have tied, they both would have made the playoffs and the Steelers would have been eliminated. And it was actually in the overtime to where everyone was thinking it was going to be a tie. But the Raiders ended up kicking a field goal and Daniel Carlson, Raiders kicker, nailed it, sending the Raiders to the playoffs, eliminating the Chargers and also sending the Pittsburgh Steelers to the playoffs. So the Steelers fans showed their appreciation by donating to charities Carlson is involved with. I just think it's so cool. And we've seen the, the Bills Mafia do that. Buffalo Bills, uh, they are, they're, they're fans called the Bills Mafia, and they're known for jumping through tables, um, painting their house Bills colors, which is blue and red. Um, but they had a couple funny ones this year. One I thought was kind of hilarious. Uh, they donated $65,000 to a visual impairment charity on behalf of the referees that they were clearly not too happy with, which I think is, is pretty darn funny. They, they also did the uh, 120 grand to um, their, their player, the Bills player, Tredavious White, to his hometown charity, he, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Achilles tendon? Uh, torn ACL. Torn ACL, okay, close. Yes. Um, and he's still clearly obviously out for the season. Yes. Um, that doesn't really come. Part of their playoff run. But I thought that was pretty awesome that they, they rally. I mean, these are Facebook groups and Twitter, um, Twitter groups that are just, this goes out and they're raising 120 grand. Um, they've done things like uh, their quarterback, Josh Allen, his grandma died. And they uh, gave over a million dollars to the children's hospital 
on, on in her name. So it's really pretty cool what this group can do. Um, I do love the other one. I really loved uh, right before the draft, the NFL draft last year, Trevor Lawrence was projected to be the number one draft pick and everyone knew he was going to go to the Jacksonville Jaguars um, or not for the most part. We, we had a good, good inkling that it was, um, but the fans went up and bought up his wedding registry, which I thought was really kind of funny. Um, he and he, Marissa, his uh, college sweetheart, um, got married right before, right before the draft, if I remember correctly. Um, and funny enough, I, when I worked for the, the, the Diamondbacks, one of our players was getting married. And the fans, a bunch of fans found his registry on wherever they were registered, Macy's or whatever. And they went and bought up a bunch of stuff off the registry, which, I mean, I think is really kind of cool. And fans using their power for good. Exactly. And I mean, let's be honest, Trevor Lawrence makes a little bit more money than this guy did, but still the fact that they, they, they dove in and did that. And um, let's dive that into our. That might've been the highlight of Trevor Lawrence's rookie year. <laughs> you mean playing for the Jags? Wasn't it? I don't think so. Oh, well, you know, better luck next year. It can only go up. <laughs> Talk to me about your second, and these are actually in no particular order. We just put them in order just so we could talk about them. So talk to me about your second favorite moment of uh, this past year. Uh, we're going to go with last February. Tom Brady joined the Bucks last year and took them to the Super Bowl where he won his seventh Super Bowl, defeating the Kansas City Chiefs. And that calls for a pretty epic celebration, as everyone saw during their boat parade. Tom Brady might have had a little bit too much avocado tequila, as he said. May have thrown the Lombardi trophy from one boat to another, which is very dangerous. Could you imagine if he missed that and they'd had to send a diver down like to the bottom of the bay to, to find it? He might be the only person that can get away with that. It's probably true. And so after the uh, parade, we got the the video of him stumbling off the boat being held up by security. I think that was, everyone can probably relate. That That's probably the, I, I'm sure that like, I mean, you know, we all know that Tom Brady is on a vegan diet and he's so strict about all these things. And I, I mean, like the man probably never lets loose. Like maybe the wildest thing he does is like have a Cheeto on it, like a day off. Like, there's probably no Cheetos in the house, but um, the fact that he just got completely, he probably had two shots of tequila, let's be honest. Yeah, um, but uh, it, when you had a smoothie for breakfast, we all know that smoothies don't make a great base for tequila. So I, I just, I like, for me, it's not even just drunk Tom Brady, which I think is actually really funny. But um, it's like this man who seems like he's got it all together. He, you know, it's kind of just like the rest of us. Sometimes you have too many margaritas at brunch. It happens. And his celebration was a little bit, he had a little bit more to celebrate than most of us do. So, hey, you know what? I got out of bed this morning. That's true. That could be celebrated. <laughs> we should. Who would have thought we should have brought shots of tequila for our birthday celebration? Next Damn year. Damn our timing. Next year. Okay. Next year. Well, we're really not legally old enough to drink, anyways, um, as a company. So, um, okay. One of my favorite, other favorite things, um, I feel like Oprah, my favorite things. Uh, is women supporting women. And we really specifically the NWSL. So the, it's the National Women's Soccer League. And we saw their numbers increase with viewers, um, which has been really cool. We've seen that in the WNBA. We've seen that in um, 
women's college basketball, which is really neat to see that the sports world is truly starting to recognize the talent that is on the court, whether it's female or male. And what I love, I think a couple of months ago was probably during the WNBA playoffs. ESPN, their first story was actually a WNBA game. And I don't know that I've ever really seen that. And so I think it's really neat that that is continuing to come to fruition. But one of the neat things about um, the NWSL is they're, they're slowly rolling out new teams. They just added in San Diego today. Um, but you're getting all these big names to invest in them. And it started with the Los Angeles Angels City FC. And that is um, Billie Jean King. It's Jennifer Garner. It's Eva Longoria. Um, gosh, Mia Hamm. There's a whole list of big names that are involved Don't in the LA team. Serena Williams and her daughter. That's right, Serena Williams and her daughter. And I think her daughter is something like the youngest team owner or something like that, if I remember correctly. Yeah, um, that would but make then a lot we, sense. That would make, I mean, because she's what, three or four, I think? Yeah. Um, but then Jenna Bush and uh, Chelsea Clinton um, bought into the um, Washington, D.C. team. Um, Naomi Osaka, North Carolina Courage. So it's really neat to see that um, these celebrities were all are using their names for good as well, because it raises that visibility of the league as a whole when you continue to put names like that in there. So I think that's really cool. Sorry, I took a lot of the notes on that one, but. No, it's very, it's exciting. It's something to be passionate about on your end. Um, what did I see? Uh, let's the... not forget about Patrick Mahomes fiance oh Brittany yeah Brittany, Brittany who's co-owner of the Kansas City team so they are heavily yeah. invested in Kansas City as a couple that's really cool and so tell me about their um the former U.S. women's national team coach is somehow involved with San Diego or is she now with NWSL the, the former coach who just won when they won the World Cup Jill Ellis she retired from the team. Now she's going to be the president of the San Diego Wave. Oh, that's which, cool. Which should, I do believe they're starting this year. Oh, San Diego is. Yes. Along I know LA Angel, is. Along with Angel City. That's cool. I just think it's so neat to have such great options for a sports fan to watch. I mean, we can watch bowling and cherry spitting, pit spitting, and all these other random things. Let's watch some talented uh not that those people aren't talented so additional talented people out there on the on the field so um it gives girls something to look up to i totally agree i think there was a quote from uh naomi osaka somewhere that said i hope i play long enough that girls can i can be around to hear girls say they've looked up to me like i think that's really cool to you can't be it if you can't see it and so i think that is a, a great opportunity for young young girls and boys to see women lead Okay, the fourth one could be one of the most hilarious stories of the year. Number four, we're going with the pearl necklace that inspired a team to win the World Series and a fashion trend. So Atlanta Braves outfielder Jock Peterson decided to start wearing pearl necklace as the postseason started, really for no reason at all, except for that he's just uh, a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of inspired the unlikely Braves just to go on this incredible run through the playoffs. 
and they ended up winning the World Series. And during the World Series, they showed the crowd and everyone was wearing pearl necklaces and it just, it was caught on like wildfire. Like things, things you, you could have never predicted COVID and baseball players playing in the world series or playoffs and the world series wearing yeah. pearl necklaces. And it really rallied the team for some reason. That's just sports don't make much sense, but <laughs> that was what ignited them. And Atlanta you will know, never be the same. I mean, you know, like one of my favorite, one of the things I always say is like 18, 15, 18, 20 year old boys are really funny in just their own weird kind of awkward way like this, like the pearl mm -hmm. necklace thing. And so the fact that that just caught national attention and you have fans coming to the games with that, I think is just hilarious. Um, and there's so many, I mean, baseball players are so superstitious. Mm -hmm. If he would have uh, struck out three times and they would have lost that first game, he probably wouldn't have done it again, but you got to go with the hot hand. I mean, you got to do it. And I don't think they were like even anything special. They weren't his grandmas or anything like that. They were just pearl necklace, if I remember correctly. I think maybe originally, but uh, I know he broke them halfway through and they had a very high profile jeweler make them another pair. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Do you remember it was a couple a couple seasons ago and I, I, I'm going to blank on the name of the, the ball player, but he slid into second base and he was wearing a, a diamond chain. And they were the ground screw and everyone had to go out there and help. They all had to start picking up all the, the diamonds from his chain. Do you remember that? Yes. I think it caused quite a delay in the game. Mm -hmm. But I mean, let's be honest. That was, that's probably, if your diamonds are big enough to find in the dirt, mm -hmm. they're probably, they're probably worth something. It's worth a 20 minute pause in the game. <laughs> Hopefully he at least bought the ground screw beer and pizza or something after that. Much deserved. Um, so this one is one, the last one is the one that I take to heart because I ended up winning my fantasy football team, the football league this year. And, and I, Scott's words of wisdom of the draft were draft Christian McCaffrey, which I did. I somehow got the first pick. Didn't go randomly well. from, Did not go. Didn't well. go over really well because McCaffrey was out the majority of the year. Uh, so that didn't help me much, but somehow I ended up pulling it all together. Uh, thanks to, um, to the, the two LA football teams. But when you do a fantasy football league, especially some of these guys ones have these really horrendous penalties. Um, we've read about teams that made someone go get waxed. Um, there was one where I, um, I met somebody when I was out once upon a time and the guy got their Denny's receipt tattooed on his butt. Um, I mean, these are just, these are things that happen. Um, so We'll talk a little bit about Lee Sanderlin, who no one has ever heard of, but he became um, famous or infamous, depending on which way you want to look at that. He lost his fantasy football draft and had to spend 24 hours in a Waffle House. Have you ever been to a Waffle House? Not for 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> have you? No. I actually, I really don't think I have. There used to, there was one down the street from our house in college, but there was a comedian who once said that um, he was talking about how if they just took the W off and it would just be awful house, at least it would be correct. Sorry, Waffle House. Very, if you're listening, Waffle House people. Um, but so this guy, at least they had figured something out. It's a little bit of a caveat. 
he could shave off an hour in the restaurant for every waffle he ate. Um, so I, he spent about 15 hours in a waffle house. Hopefully they have Wi-Fi. Uh, and he, went, he, he documented the whole thing on Twitter. So nine waffles? Eating nine right? waffles and I'm nine waffles. So I'm assuming they're, they're, they're not ego waffles. I'm assuming they're, you know, maybe he should have paid off the cook in the back to like make smaller ones. That wouldn't have been in good faith though. I'm sure his buddies all rotated that 15 hours and someone kept an eye on him. Yeah. Um, I didn't see if there was a caveat if he could vomit though. I did not see that either. I mean, like I unlike would, the food, like the Joey Chestnut. Added an extra hour on if you vomited. Probably true. <laughs> I would not I would not play in that fantasy football league because I would surely lose. That's and then I have to eat a lot of waffles. No, I'm not sure. Sorry, guys. Also, like the body waxing and buying. Like well, the most frequent one I think I've seen is you either have to serve the drinks or buy the drinks at the next year's draft. That's more reasonable. That seems much more reasonable. Yeah. Um, you know, but that's just me. What do I know? I, you and I have never been to Waffle House, so clearly we're missing something. I don't um, think so. So as we wrap up, you know, we started something we started this year was Water Me Wednesday. And it started as this idea of let's water our plants. Um, that's how I remember to water my plants. And then people on Instagram were like, that's really funny. You should do something with that. And then it turned into instead of like a wine Wednesday or wine down Wednesday, it turned into Water Me Wednesday. We made cocktails. We, you and I tested cocktails. We tested dairy-free ice cream. Um, and then that kind of even morphed in from that to kind of growing our brains and watering and growing, making ourselves a little smarter, learning new things. So we, we uh, met some new folks and it seems like uh, based on all the comments and looking through notes and likes, et cetera, et cetera, our favorite Water Me Wednesday guest this past year was Stephanie Harris, who is a pediatric dietary nutritionist. And she shared um, how to get your kids to eat fruits and vegetables which I took in turn and put on myself, um, you know, things like uh, obviously smoothies and whatnot, but she was really fascinating. So I'll, I'll link that in our notes so you can catch out, check out her, um, her water me Wednesday. Um, and I mean, our last one, Scott was pretty entertaining. You were pretty funny. So I, was, I was gonna say my favorite guest of the year, her guest of the series so far has been your plant. My plant. It's growing. Who's st somehow still alive thanks to all these videos. Thanks to, to Water Me Wednesday. Wait, look how, big, look how big the plant is now. Look at that. See what happens when you water. Hey, shout out to, to Sill, the, the plant company. Um, they're female owned, which we all love. Um, but they told me I, could, I wouldn't kill that plant and they told me how to keep it alive. So uh, I'm not overwatering it. That's the kicker. Who knew? We're from the desert. We overwater, try to overwater everything because nothing yes. has water. The heck do I know? Um, and then we have to celebrate our favorite tailgate treat. So we've had some really good ones this year, but I have had text messages. You've been people have sent you messages on Twitter, all kinds of things about these slow cooker carnitas, which I made again this last weekend for a, for a party. Um, fantastic. 
Um, for those of you who don't know, Scott is our Twitter guy. So if you reach out to him on, reach out to Twitter, you're going to talk to Scott. So if you've tried them, you got to send Scott a note, and let you know what you think, or send us one on Instagram. You haven't made those, have you? No, no, I have not. But you did make the cauliflower. I did make the cauliflower, which turned me into a TikTok influencer. So. <laughs> you did. So that was absolutely my favorite recipe. I mean, Scott made a whole TikTok video on how to make these um, baked uh, buffalo ca cauliflower. Um, highly recommend if you need a Super Bowl food, but also everyone should know that you really hate being on video and all those things, but you're so good at it. Sparingly. You're the, you're the humor to our, to my seriousness. It's fantastic. Um, I don't know what else, anything else you'd like to share for the good of the order of the last year. Happy birthday. Um, we should probably have a cake. We'll figure that out. I'll send you one on Saturday. I'll send you one for the, for your dog. Through the mail. Yeah. I'll send you a dog cake for Miley instead. She would probably appreciate that very much. Mm-hmm. She probably would. She only has three teeth, so it probably would be good. I'll make sure it's soft. <laughs> well, well, I appreciate you being here. Thanks for being the sports brain that drives us every single day. Um, your brilliant ideas are fantastic, and we are. I'm so grateful to be doing this with you. And so, thank you. And before we go. What's one sporting event you're looking forward to in 2020? In the next year? In this year. Oh. 2022. Yeah, 2022. I would say I love the Olympics. Um, I'm actually really looking forward to the World Cup. I think soccer is something I really could learn more about. It's a continuing growing sport. And um, it'll be terrible for us timing-wise in the U.S. with it in Qatar. But uh, I'm really looking forward to getting excited about that. And um, hopefully the U.S. will qualify so we have uh, our country to cheer for. But I would say that's probably what I'm, I'm most looking forward to sports-wise this year. You? It's a good answer. For me, it's, that's mine as well, just because they, uh, they had to move it from the summer months when it usually is because it's so hot in Qatar or Qatar. So now it's in the fall and it screwed up everyone's soccer schedule. So now we're going to have soccer fo slash football all fall. So it'll be action-packed. So you're also saying it better be good, damn it, because we've, yes. we've had to move everything around to make this work. Yes. Oh, all right. Well, I'm, sh I'm sure you will give us great sports knowledge on that end um, that we'll be, we'll be well-versed by then. Let's hope. Go USA. Go USA. Um, well, thanks for everything. I appreciate you. And uh, yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday to us. Well, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for your continued support over the last few years that we've been doing the podcast and even more since we've been doing the email newsletter. And if you don't get that, head on over to lastnightsgame.com and sign up right there on our homepage. Also, if there's anything we talked about in this week's podcast that you'd like to learn a little bit more about, head on over to lastnightsgame.com and click that podcast header. 
There you can find the transcript or kind of transcript to this week's podcast, as well as links to any further information. Next week is our 200th episode. It's a big couple of weeks here at last night's game. It's our 200th podcast episode. So make sure to tune in for that. If you don't already follow us on Instagram, head on over there and do so. Click that follow button and watch in our stories because we will be giving away a birthday prize pack filled with great items from women-owned businesses as we are a woman-led business and a sibling-run business. Should we, we should start something on that, sibling-run business. But uh, keep, on, keep an eye out there on Instagram and Twitter at last night's game to um, go ahead and, and enter to win that prize pack. And of course, the best thing you can do for your favorite podcast is head on over to wherever you receive your podcast and hit that subscribe button. We'd hate for you to miss an episode. Also, if you're an Apple podcast user, head on over there and leave us a review. We'd love to hear what you think. And if you have anything you'd love to learn more about, send me a note at amy at lastnightsgame.com. Thank you so much again for joining us. Uh, We'll see you here next week for our 200th episode. Stay safe, friends. Wash your hands. We'll be right back.